Greetings, everyone. It's me, Jake. I'm here. We've got, we've got, we've got today. It's going to happen. Welcome aboard. No basketball today. No basketball practices today. Don't have to go to the Whole Foods with Lady Jerry. Everything is copacetic. I have had a nice burger lunch with Cristela today. Unfortunately, she had to go to a pitch meeting at Disney, so she was not able to uh, attend the show today, which is obviously sad. Sad for all of us. But uh, <clears throat> we're going to muddle through. We're going to do the best we can with what we've got, which is as as is our custom. Um, hello. Oh, I should got to say hello, Craig. Hello, Keys. Lost your pants, Dave. Greetings, Flavia. Yes, we're back. Uh, David, howdy to you, sir. Rachel, happy Tuesday. How did the game go yesterday? Well, lost as usual. I'll tell you a little bit more about that as soon as I'm done saying hi here. Hello, Ed and Christopher. Greetings, greetings uh, to all in attendance today. Lady Jerry will not be attending, but I did find this tourist photo of us from this airboat tour in Florida that we did. And uh, there's me and Lady Jerry from just before we got married. Very happy. I don't even have that shirt anymore, which maybe is a surprise. Um, Carol, greetings to you. Pick, greetings. Dave, you had a Thurman burger Saturday. Pretty sure it's still digesting. I don't even know what a Thurman burger is, but it sounds, uh, it sounds ridiculous and official and dangerous. Tom McGonigal, Tom in Boston. How was the game? Well, let me tell you about the game yesterday. First, first, let's attend to this special effect that we've been featuring this beginning of this episode. Get rid of that. Oh, isn't that nice? Uh, so the game yesterday, well, let's back up a little bit. Fanula had games on Friday, uh, Saturday, and Sunday. So Friday and, or Friday, Saturday, and Monday. So Friday and Monday, uh, her games were with her original coach. And then Saturday, the game was coached by the freshman sophomore coach. And his courtside manner is, is quite a bit better than the JV coach. And after yesterday's game, the J JV coach announced that he was leaving the program. So, um, that's a plus. I, I, feel bad about this guy because he was so good with the girls at their practice sessions uh, during the pandemic that I was very surprised to find that his courtside manner uh, for actual games was not was not great. Um, but he's now he's now leaving the team, and uh, Fanula got a text today that uh, she's going to be practicing with the varsity team for the rest of this year. And that's, that's exciting news. They don't have any more games, but she's going to be practicing with the varsity team from now through the end of the school year, which is another four weeks or so. But, um, but that bodes well for next year. And uh, it's a nice commentary on her progress so far at school. So that's great. But uh, scoreboard, they, they have not won a game all season. And uh, they, they're playing better than ever, but it's still tricky. Um, <laughs> no Motivation Monday. How about a TED Talk Tuesday? Todd, well, Tuesday, we've got the Bible story and the letter from Grandma, so I do have that still on for today. But maybe we'll do a little bit of a hump day motivation tomorrow. Thurman Burger, which is... Uh, Carol, thank you. Thurman Burger, which is three-quarter pound patty loaded with ham, sautéed onions, 
and mushrooms, mozzarella, and American cheese, lettuce, tomato, pickle, banana peppers, and mayo served with chips and a pickle spear. That sounds like something you're going to have to sit down to eat and then sit down after you eat. Uh, Rich, you're saying bad coaches can ruin a good team. I wouldn't say it was a bad coach. I think he was good at the coaching part, but he just wasn't so good as a game-time coach. Um, yes, congratulations to Fanula Sue. Thank you. Um, Cindy, uh, Cindy, I haven't seen you in a while back in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Hope you're well. Hope you're getting through your post, post-vaccination, you know, post-apocalyptic world. Still no news on, uh, getting sets here in town. So that's my return to stand up is a little bit delayed here. Um, but you know, I've been on the, uh, I've been on the figure out the problem for a long time. So I'm just going to figure out this problem and it's not motivational Monday. So I don't have to worry about that. Jen, you're here. You're just in time. Uma Giros for dinner at the keys keys household. That's, uh, I do love a gyro. The Whole Foods got some uh, box truck that's making gyros out on the uh, street on Lincoln Boulevard. I may have to check that out. Um, so today's uh, Bible story, we had to skip over a few because, you know, I've been going chronological, but we'd all, already done um, Jephthah's daughter and uh, the Samson stories. So now we're bumping over those and we're getting into Ruth and Naomi. All right. For many years, the widow Naomi had made her home in Moab, not Moab, Utah. Her husband had died there, and so had her two sons. Ugh, it was a rough time for Naomi. Uh, this is not Naomi Watts or Naomi Judd. This is Naomi from the Bible. Uh, the wives of her two dead sons, Oprah and Ruth, not Oprah Winfrey, not Ruth Buzzy, uh, lived with her during a time of famine, Naomi decided to return to her own country, to Bethlehem. We will come with you, said her daughters-in-law, Oprah and Ruth. Um, no, Naomi said, your place is not with me, an old woman. You must stay in Moab, where you belong. Oprah was content with this. Do you see how Oprah is? Do you see how Oprah is? Oprah was content, so she's going to stay in Moab where she belongs. Fair enough. Fair enough, Oprah. You do you, uh, as they say. But Ruth loved Naomi, um, her daughter-in-law, Ruth, so and would not be parted from her. Where you go, there shall I follow, she said, which is, that's how they talked back then. Uh, nowadays, we would say, look, if you're going to Bethlehem, I'm going to Bethlehem. But back in the Bible time, uh, Ruth would say, where you go, there shall I follow. Um, your home shall be mine, your people my people, your God my God. And so Ruth and Naomi journeyed together to Bethlehem. They arrived at harvest time. Oh, and it, as we all know, harvest time is a nice time of year to arrive in Bethlehem. Harvest time everywhere. Fall, harvest time, big celebrations. You got your Thanksgiving, you got your Halloween. It's a sweet, sweet time of the year. Um... So they arrive at harvest time, and Ruth went into the fields to gather the leftover barley, which is, uh, I guess, fair play back in Bible times. Um, Boaz, a cousin of Naomi's, who owned the fields, noticed the young woman and asked who she was. Uh, 
He touched, he was touched to hear about her kindness to Naomi. Oh, you're being so sweet to that old lady. And went over to her. Come and eat with us. You're safe with me and my people. Mighty, mighty uh, nice of you, Boaz. This is uh, your cousin Naomi. Anyway, but he's, he's got a, he's got a bad for Ruth. Anyway, that evening, Naomi told Ruth to return to Boaz. Wait until he's fallen asleep. Then go quietly and lie down beside him. So Naomi doing a bit of pimping, which ain't easy, especially in Bible times. As soon as she saw that Boaz slept, Ruth lay down at his feet. So she's sort of doing a little hooker dog role play. In the middle of the night, he woke with a start and saw the form of the woman in the darkness. Who are you? Surprise. I'm Ruth, you moron. You saw me in the field today. I'm Ruth, and I've come to ask for your protection. There's someone closer to you in family than I, but if he does not wish to, to look after you and Naomi, then I shall take care of you. And so it turned out, Ruth and Boaz were married. Happy ending. This is a... Uh-huh. This is a little bit like that uh, Julia Roberts, Richard Gere uh, movie. Uh, Ruth and Boaz were married, and Ruth gave birth to a son who brought great happiness to Naomi in her old age. So Naomi gets a grandson out of this whole deal. Her two sons dead back in uh, wherever the hell she was, Moab, and her husband dead in Moab. But she pimps her stepdaughter out to Boaz in Bethlehem. They have a kid. Happy ending. Drinks all around. Let's all smoke a cigar. Um, Ruth's had a baby. All right. And next week in the Bible, Samuel is called to serve God. I'm guessing that Samuel is Ruth's son, but sometimes we jump ahead in the uh, children. It's a children's Bible, after all, and they don't mention anything about hookers. But there. So you've had your children's Bible for today, and now you got it. Okay. What happens in Bethlehem stays in Bethlehem. Thanks, Rich. When your son was eight... He was on a little league team where the coach wouldn't really give them instructions during the game and believe that instructions are for practice time. Some kids would just be standing around clueless. Well, Ed, I do think that that is uh, a better approach than what was going on here. Um, oh, God, we're looking over a little bit of Thurman's here. Cindy, you're saying first golf outing the season solo. Didn't keep score, but it was nice. Yeah, congratulations for getting out there and having some golf. And Carol, uh, you made some ta tacos today. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, greetings to you, Brad. It's good to see you here today. Um, uh, pick, you thought it was Euro. Yeah, Giro, Euro, Gyro. I've heard all of those for, for that uh, Greek uh, shaved lamb and beef sandwich. No matter how you pronounce it, it still tastes delicious. Um, Jen, can I just quick say depression is horrific and wretched? Oh, if you have a friend with depression, randomly reach out and check in. Get them out of the house if you can. It can save their life. I think you're right about that, Jen. You want to reach out to your friend. As, I, as I've said to friends who suffered from depression, too, I'm just hollering down the hole to see if you're down there. Just let me know you're there and come out if you want. You don't have to pretend that you're happy. You don't have to... Uh, 
act like you're glad to see me. Just come out. We'll go have a coffee. We'll go have a bite to eat. Or we'll go have whatever, whatever is going to make you feel good. And then you can go home. Just, but just give a, give a holler down the hole to someone who's depressed. That's what I would say. Um, but Jen, yeah, I think you're right on there. And I'm sorry if you personally are talking about your personal depression. Yeah, depression is a mofo. And it can sit down on you like a hurricane. And so you want to just try and ride that storm out if you can. Don't give up. Be patient. All right. Ed, when your son was eight, he was on a little league team where the coach wouldn't really give them any instruction. I already read that. What the hell is wrong with me? Um, <laughs> Keys, you're saying at baseball practices were raining. The coach was standing in the dugout. I yelled, hey, coach, stay and dry in the dugout. He yelled at me and made me run laps. What I found out later was that the coach had a pretty bad drinking habit. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Sometimes, let's not let's not forget that the asshole that you're having to deal with is also having to deal with some assholes um, or some other problems. But there's no excuse for bad behavior. How are the parents at basketball games? Are they pretty well behaved, Rachel, you're asking? Well, um, yeah, they're pretty well behaved. They do cheer for the other team, which is enervating, especially when you're losing the game by sometimes half the score of the other team it's like hey maybe you don't need to cheer so loud our girls are doing the best they can you're winning this game i get it you want to go have a party and all your kids are awesome but whatever um jen you're saying that's that's exactly the perfect thing to do holler down the hole yeah holler down the hole everybody try and think think in your mind who are the friends that you haven't heard from for a while who might be depressed and give a holler down the hole uh, tips for streaming steer- series, if you can stand it. Uh, you've been watching Last Man on Earth, Hulu, and it's literally set in 2020, a year after the virus wiped out everyone on Earth. Oh, well, oh, is that with uh, Ed? That's with, uh, he used to live right on the corner, like on this block, the Last Man Standing guy. I can't think of his name right now, but I'm sure you're typing it in right now. Um, <laughs> so you're saying holler down the hole is another t-shirt idea? Yeah, well, we got a bunch of them. Clinton, if you're watching, holler down the hole. Uh, so today, um, oh, what have we been watching? Thank you for asking, Ed. Thank you for prompting me. So I'm going to check out Last Man Standing on Hulu. We started watching Sasquatch on Hulu last night, and we're only about 40 minutes in. And it it, it starts off being a documentary about uh, a guy who remembered a Sasquatch experience that from 25 years ago or a possible Sasquatch experience that turns into something else. And the guy's a journalist. It looks promising. So we're watching that. Mayor of Easttown, we just finished episode five. I'm not sure if that's the end end of the season or if they're going to be cleaning up some of the plot things that happened, but we enjoyed Mayor of Easttown. Um, uh, Will Forte. Yes, Ed, Will Forte. He used to live on the corner right here near us. I don't know where he is now. Hawaii, someplace better. Um, down in a hole, feeling so small. You love that small song, Carol. Yeah. You got to keep the devil down in his hole. That's one thing I know. You got to keep the devil down in his hole. Get down there, devil. Get in your hole. All right. Today's letter from Grandma is from July 28th, 1983. So this is my birthday card from Grandma for my 23rd birthday. If you're interested, uh, even if you're not, it's going to happen. This is going to happen. 
and it's going to happen right now. Um, we're enjoying your mother's cards when she was in California to see you. So my mother must have sent postcards from when she came to visit. She thought your comedy act was good, too. <laughs> good is underlined. In July, Reader's Digest is... In July, Reader's Digest is pictured the picture like you sent Charlotte and I, page 170 of The View, almost like The View uh, you... Um, It's a little bit of a mess. You said was from your window. So we used to have, I lived in an apartment where you could see downtown San Francisco, the uh, Transamerica building and the downtown skyline and the uh, Bay Bridge, which is completely changed. I wonder if I could find a picture of that. Um, people are beginning to save the architecture of old buildings. Charlotte and I, had very hard colds in June. Seemed to take a couple of weeks to get over them. Well, we know what that's like, hard colds or hard viruses. The Centennial, this is the Centennial of their town, Lincoln, was quite nice. And the weather wasn't hot. We had our picture taken for the Centennial Church book. there, uh, And we will receive a free book with everyone's picture in it. Quite an expense, I believe. I'm glad you have work again. I think you would be good making salads, cooking in the kitchen, <laughs> tending bar, or wherever you worked. The price of clothes are certainly high. The bank is building a new bank. It's very hot, about 100 degrees last few days. This is quite a good non-sequitur letter from Grandma. I might editorialize here. Um, I'm sending an article... On the commencement address at Ames, that's the college that I dropped out of this year, Iowa State University, your dad spoke about your having so many hours at Iowa State, Ames, that it would interfere with going to school and graduating in California, which is to say I had so many credits that wouldn't transfer that I would have had to repeat a lot of stuff in order to get a degree from a California university. Perhaps I didn't understand it right. Grandma was saying she doesn't. It doesn't make sense to her that a university would try to make another university's credits not value, valued. But then again, money talks, bullshit walks. How's Gracie Kitty? That was my cat, Gracie Allen. I had a cat named after Gracie Allen. Expect Frida, that was our childhood dog, was glad to see your family. Do you see Rita, my cousin in San Francisco, very often? And the fact is, yes, I, I did see her quite often because she lived... Eventually, we lived less than a block apart. Charlotte says, uh, the tiger lilies always open for your birthday. Um, buds twinkling yellow. Something ate the cucumber vines and the beets. Something ate it. Aliens? I don't know. Keys, I saw your post about aliens in the group chat. Uh, something's eating the yellow string beans. Have a very happy birthday, I love you, Grandma. Lavender flock, flax is open, too, for your birthday. Lavender flax. I think that's right. All right. There you go. Okay. Here. Let's... Uh, I'm scrolling up here. Um, 
Now they know how many holes it takes to fill Albert Hall. Oh. I suppose you could do the math, Rachel's asking, but it's more fun to ask, how many years did I do stand-up before I did This Will Take About an Hour special? So This Will Take About an Hour, uh, I think, came out in 1982, and I started in 1992, and I started stand-up in 82. So that's 10 years from from start to when that This Will Take About an Hour came out. But before This Will Take About an Hour, there was a half-hour HBO special, and there was also the HBO Young Comedian special. So I started stand-up, and four and a half years after I did my first set, I uh, won the San Francisco Comedy Competition. And that's at the same time that I got the HBO Young Comedian special, and that came out in 1987. But ten years is the answer to your question, from when I started to when This Will Take About an Hour came out. Um... (laughs) Grandma is a cheerleader for sure, Mary. You're right about that. <laughs> Grandma's still pushing for the d- diploma? Yeah, she's never going to stop. It's not over till it's over, and it's never going to be over. Um, all right. Did Gracie make the move to San Francisco with you, me, or did she? Did she, did I get her when she moved, when I moved there? Flavia, uh, Gracie was a Iowa cat, and she moved to San Francisco with me. She moved out there with me. I got. I had a roommate in college in uh, Iowa who was a veterinarian. So Gracie was declawed. <laughs> she was declawed cat at the time. That seemed like a good idea. I wouldn't do that to a cat now. But uh, she was a declawed cat from Iowa who moved out to San Francisco. And she was my cat for quite a while. She once jumped out the window and dropped four floors and survived. We found her in the basement of the apartment. And then she lived for several years after that and then went uh, missing in action one day when I moved to a new neighborhood and she got out of the apartment and we just never saw her again, sadly. But uh, that's cats for you. Um, Ed, you're saying you've been using Hulu pretty heavy these days. Last Man on Earth, The Detour, Brockmile, People of Earth, and it's, of course, Handmaid's Tale. I know. I'm interested in Handmaid's Tale. Lady Jerry's punched out on that uh, years ago. But uh, I think I'm going to have Handmaid's Tale a try. And Hacks, I'm trying to get uh, Lady Jerry Belinda on board for Hacks because Gene Smart, who we both enjoyed in Mayor of Easttown and many other things, um, Watchmen, not the least of which, uh, is, is in Hacks. And uh, so we're fans of hers. So we'll probably give Hacks a chance. Um, Jen, you're loving nine inch. A lot of nine inch nails talk. A lot of fan fan talk about nine inch nails. I think they're great. Um, Jen, you're saying you remember when you watched that special and became a fan and made all your friends watch. Thank you, thank you very much. Yeah, this will take about an hour. Was a big uh, a big moment in my career. And uh, while my manager helped me get that, I can take credit for the material that's in it and the performance of it. And it feels good. It feels good. And I miss. My miss my my old manager, Buddy Mora. I wish I could go to lunch with him now. He passed away just a couple of years ago. Um, Jay Kowarski, I see that you're watching. Hello, Jay. I look forward to when I can get back to anywhere near where you are once I get out of California. I don't know what I got to do to get that done. Um, <laughs> Carol, you've got Judas Priest in your head from this afternoon. Wow. Um, 
what's uh, I'm trying to think of the one that Fanula loves. Well, we listen to a few things. Uh, um, anyway, I'm not going to get into Fanula's music anyway. You were in college at Iowa State while Jake was making a name for himself, Keys. You're saying you rarely watch TV, so you had no clue who I was. Then you did a free show at CY Stevens for students, and you went, and I killed it. Jake killed it. Um, yeah, Keys, I remember I remember that show. I didn't realize it was free to students, but yeah, that's that's the gravy terrain for in show business. When you can get an auditorium full of grateful fans who got in for free, but who still love the show and be paid for it as the entertainer. Um, I don't know. How do we get that gravy train going? Best in show is on HBO max right now. Yep. Best in show. Pretty great. Christopher guest. You can't go wrong with Christopher guest in my opinion. Um, (laughs) Europe's final countdown came on XM yesterday while you were driving, Dave, usually intermediately, immediately change the channel (laughs) <laughs> it's an instant earworm, but you jammed it and paid dearly. Yeah, well, I'm sorry about that. Your feet is cutting out, Carol. Well, I can't. The Mevo malfunctioned off the jump today, so we're just on the phone. So this is the best I can do. Um, <laughs> nobody likes Final Countdown. That is clear to me from today's show. Uh, all right. How about a question from the question box? And then we can get on with the seize the day. Oh, the big brain is in my way on top of the question box. The big brain. Um, today's question from the question box. Would you rather be lucky or wise? Mm. You know what I'm going to say? And uh, most days I think I would say wise. But today I think I'm going to say lucky because... When you're wise, there's a burden to that. You know, when you're wise, you have to see a lot of things happen that uh, you wish weren't happening or that you think are stupid. But if you're just lucky, things are going the right way for you. And uh, and these terrible things that happen um, don't bother you. So for today, just for today, question box, I would rather be lucky than wise. <laughs> and I may and I may take that answer with me into tomorrow. But you think about it. Would you rather be lucky or wise? Um, Keys, your earworm is Gary Newman Cars. I haven't heard that song in a while, but just, this is not even me hearing it. This is just you suggesting it. Um, Devo Whippet. Yeah, those are, those are kind of of the same family there. A little bit of punky new wave type stuff. Um, <laughs> you're wise and not lucky, so you would rather be lucky, Jen. Yeah, I, I feel I feel sometimes like that's true of me, but I don't like to brag and say that I'm wise. But I definitely think I like to try lucky for a little while <laughs> and give wise a break. Um, all right, <laughs> lucky on the stairs, Jen. Yeah, that's funny. There's a Nine Inch Nails video of them having Gary Newman come out. And do that song. Oh, my God. Nine Inch Nails doing uh, In Cars with Gary Newman. Okay. Now, my afternoon is booked. No more callers. We have a winner. Uh, Oh, before you forget, you want to say Rachel is awesome. She sent you a wonderful care package, Flavia. 
Uh, after your car accident, so many wonderful goodies. Yes. Well, Rachel is aw awesome, Flavia, and I'm glad that she was uh, generous with you. And uh, one of the nice things about this pandemic is this sweet community that we've all built up. And I hope we're going to be there to support each other for many years to come. Uh, all right. Uh, Bob, you're saying you haven't suffered until you had a kid that was a fan of Hanson's Mbop. That was over 20 years ago, and the song still haunts me. Yeah, I remember that song, but I was lucky I didn't have kids at that time. <clears throat> Dave, you got into Ohio Vaximillion $1 million lotto today. I don't even know what that means, Dave, but I hope that you win. That'll be exciting. <laughs> Would you rather be unlucky or dumb? That's a good question, Dave. Good question. Would you rather be unlucky or dumb? And if I my choices are unlucky or dumb, I'm taking dumb all day. But who knows what I would take after I was dumb. Uh, all right. There you go. Oh, SF Sketchfest in 2019 did a retrospective on Best in Show. Um Everyone there but Fred Willard just posted a picture in the group chat. Thank you, Ed. So check that out if you're there. Um, and let me now say that it's 3.30. Now, tomorrow is hump day. I haven't picked out an animal for tomorrow, but uh, maybe we'll pick a motivational animal. Um, I don't know what a motivational am animal is, but uh, I'll think about that. And I'll get back to you. <laughs> oh, Jen, you caught the Mbop earworm. Sorry about that. Oh, Carol, you're saying that the Vax Million is they're giving away five $1 million prizes to vaxed people. I'm ready. I'm vaxed. Can I get into it? Um, that sounds good. <laughs> uh, Rachel, you want to meet everyone at JakeFest? Yeah, well, JakeFest Jake Fest is right now. It's a dream, but we may be able to make it a reality. Uh, but first, it's time for Seize the Day. Seize the day on this uh, Tuesday, the 18th of May, 2020. And uh, I'm going to see you all tomorrow for the animal of the day. We've got our hump day. Uh, so today, th I feel like I've already read a Jimmy De this Jimmy Dean one on another Seize the Day. So I'm not going to do that. So today's Seize the Day is from Kobe Bryant. Just got into the Hall of Fame. Um, Kobe Bryant sees the day. The most important thing is to try and inspire people so that they can be great at whatever they want to do. Um, and then, Rachel, thank you. Shout out to Rachel. You're saying, Jake, you inspire us to be great every single day. Thank you for that. Um, that's very sweet. And... Uh, Kind words are so important. So when you're hollering down the hole later today, holler some kind words down there. I love you. I miss you. Come out. Are you hungry? I've got donuts. Those are all good things to holler down the hole. The most important thing is to try and inspire people so that they can be great in whatever they want to do. So let's all do that. I'll see you guys uh, tomorrow for hump day. And... Uh, Take care of yourselves, take care of each other, be nice to a jerk, and don't give up. There'll be plenty of time to give up later. You know this. All right. Take care, everybody. And Jen, 
You take care. Take care of yourself. Don't let... Don't let those dark skies fool you. We're heading for a sunny day eventually. Just gotta wait for it. Ah!